0: Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Series 2, Session 11. This is Dave Clark. In the recently completed Series 2, Session 10, I interviewed Kim Van Tran, a refugee from Vietnam, who shared some of her overall experience and how she gained an appreciation for the Bible. This session, I will be interviewing Deborah Reisdorf, with whom I shared the experience of doing a TED Talk to the same audience in Long Beach in 2017. The common theme of these Long Beach TED Talks was issues involving youth. And my topic related to teen adult dialogue when it comes to matters of faith, and her subject was the problem of bullying in our society, such as in public schools. Deborah has been an attorney for 28 years during workplace discrimination. This was foundation for her later work and passion towards assisting with the problem with bullying. We can look forward to hearing how she uses the Bible towards sharing principles dealing with the bullying issue. Hello, Deborah. Hello,
1: Dave. Uh,
0: To begin, tell us about the types of cases you have been involved with while serving as an attorney and what has been your mission related to curbing bullying.
1: Well, that's a two pronged question, because as an attorney, I was doing that much sooner than doing the bullying, but I was working in the workplace. As you described, we were doing discrimination cases, sexual harassment cases, protecting employees from bullies, even though bullying is not the term that is used in court. It's discrimination, harassment, retaliation are the legal terms, but it's really dealing with bullies in the workplace. They just have to rise to the level of a legal violation. Mm. So when I began considering the issue of bullying, it patterned very simply into the same concept, because while there are laws in schools prohibiting bullying, treating each other differently, it's all related to discrimination, harassment, because they still talk about those protected classes Your gender, your race, your religion, those kinds of things. So those are still directly related to bullying in the classroom. But what I really started on the bullying about is in 2010, 33 students that we know of. Killed themselves after mm. extended periods of bullying, and that just grabbed my heart. Who's not mm. doing something about this? And that's yeah. when I began to research and began my nonprofit.
0: Hmm. Wow. So these uh, thirty-three persons—was this in the same area, or was this like across the United States?
1: This is across the United States. Uh-huh. You right. may have heard of Phoebe. You may have heard of a young man who jumped off the George Washington Bridge you may have heard of a young girl up in Northern California I don't remember her name right this moment but yes they are across the country
0: right but well but 33 people for such a thing to happen to them is, is really really a concern so how has your knowledge of the Bible assisted you with this
1: All right. So when I was in middle school and I was teasing an older, quiet, shy girl, her mother was my teacher. And her mother made us memorize Ephesians 4, 8, which says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any virtue, if there is anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So this was a way that she taught us how to do that. So I have subsequently found a number of scriptures that help parents with their children, so they can Mm -hmm. help their children memorize scripture. Because what time I am afraid I will trust in you is a verse I memorized Mm -hmm. as a child. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm afraid, it helps. And so people who kids who are targeted, or they're the bully, there are scriptures all the way through the Bible that help us with that mindset.
0: Wow. Yeah, you know, it just makes me think about As adults, we have various challenges that we we face. And when we think about young people, one of their big challenges is probably bullying. I I know myself, I had a bully at one time that was a problem for me. And and I think that um, kids can be helped from the Bible just as we can be helped from the Bible to be inspired and have the right attitudes for things like bullying. Yeah, that's great. Now, do you have a way you like to personally study the Bible that you would like to share? Hmm.
1: I study the Bible using multiple versions. Oh, I grew uh-huh. up on the King James. I went to college and we use the NIV. And now at this stage in my life, I am doing Messianic Jewish hmm. congregation meetings. And we use the Tree of Life version. So each of mm-hmm. these versions, to me, have an interesting um, situation. So Tree of Life uses more Hebrew words and interprets Hebrew words. So I've learned the value of looking at the original text. But for everyday reading, I read until something speaks to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't just read three verses or four verses, you know, and it could be one verse and then that one speaks to me and I can use it for the day, but I read until God said, this is the verse I want you to read. Yes. Um, earlier last week I was reading and I thought, okay, I've read enough. I read quite a bit and I got up to leave and it's like, no, you need to keep reading. And I sat down and God gave me a very special message for my husband that morning that I would have missed if I hadn't continued reading until i
0: found the part that spoke to me wow that's great you know i uh i think about um, messianic jewish uh, faith you know and i that's that's a kind of a unique way of doing it and what is it that got you interested in that particular way of of studying the bible and you know relating to the christian faith
1: Well, my husband, David, has been, we both went to the same Nazarene college, so we are raised the same, but he was looking at the original scripture that, I mean, he has a religion degree. That's what they teach you when you're studying. Mm -hmm. And there were so many things, for example, the feast and festivals. Why don't we celebrate and practice the feast and the festivals that God put in practice Mm -hmm because they say oh it's for the jewish people but wait a minute it says for the jews and those that were strangers within their gates there uh-huh. were uh what do you call them the ones that are not jews <laughs> i oh, forgot gentiles. the word Gentiles. Gentile? Uh-huh. there were jews and gentiles in every miracle that happened across the um desert with moses mm. uh joshua and caleb was a jew and a gentile
0: mm-hmm.
1: there are so many places where god uses together a jew mm-hmm. and a gentile yes. to fulfill his plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to study how the church was in the very beginning mm-hmm. breaking bread with one another, Mm -hmm. praying with one another, studying the scripture in our homes. Mm -hmm. This is how the word began. And this is how I think we should continue Mm -hmm. to study and engage with each other. And, you know, when you meet someone new who has a different language you try yes. to learn a little bit of their language, right, Chinese, right, right. Spanish, right. whatever. And they're so pleased when you learn their language to try to communicate with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Think about how Yeshua feels when you learn Hebrew to communicate with him in his native language.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeshua, Jesus, is Yeshua's his Hebrew name. He's a Jew. He was born in a Jewish family. Mm-hmm. And he practiced all the Jewish feasts and festivals. He spoke Hebrew. So when we are praising him and talking to him in his native language it's amazing.
0: Yes wow that's great. I, I had a, an, another podcast uh, with somebody who ha- has does a lot of um, fellowship with Muslims mm-hmm. and uh, but he found, he found that that was meaningful for him because he's being, though, while he's a Christian, he could better um, understand them and have a real communication with them through doing Mus- learning about the Muslim beliefs. And I kind of relates. I, I feel a little bit like what you're saying is you, there's a lot of you can gain from fellowshipping and understanding uh, Jewish people. And so it can be a common learning experience. So yes. Yeah. That's great. So uh, going back to your what you're doing with the, the bullying issue, if any of our listeners would like to get in, involved assisting you in your mission to curb bullying, how might they do so?
1: Okay. There are two places online to go. You can go to Facebook and it's Bear the Bully, B-A-R-E the Bully. So you do Facebook.com/backslash Bear the Bully, and you'll find us. Or you can go to our website, which is Bear the Bully.org. B-A-R-E the Bully, all spelled out. Mm-hmm. Dot org. Okay. Now, what we do is we support leadership clubs in the middle schools and at full collaborative program in the high school which is called honor the brand Mm -hmm. and so these are two programs that we try to take into the schools when they'll allow us and they need it they don't always have money to bring us in and to buy the materials so we look for business support partners or individuals who will partner with us to take it into a different school
0: all right well great Well, thank you again for sharing with us, Deborah. And I found our time uh, together insightful and inspirational. And also, I want to thank those who tuned in to Session 11 of A Love for the Bible, Series 2. And I encourage you to join me for Session 12 in another week. Uh, Series 2, Session 12, will air beginning Tuesday, August 24th at 8 a.m.